Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, yo, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody, most importantly, for supporting Trapping Anonymous, um, being a part of Trapping Anonymous, and helping it become the thing that it is today. I'm definitely going to ask y'all to make sure y'all commenting on my iTunes. So take some time right now, real quick, go comment on my iTunes, um, leave a good review. I'm trying to get these, these stats up. Uh, make sure you go follow me on Instagram. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter. Um, that's at Chris Styles, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-Z. And, of course, if you want to hit me up, you can email me. Um, you got any business, you got anything that you want to discuss, ask me some questions, uh, give me something to talk about. Uh, you can email me at Chris E-N-T, at gmail.com. C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-Z-E-N-T at gmail.com. So just make sure you helping uh, me help y'all and we just helping each other support uh, everything that's going on. We appreciate you. Mic check, mic check. All right, what's good? My name is Chris Dallas. This is Trapping Anonymous, uh, Cocaine Anonymous. I'm going to dub this episode cocaine anonymous um in this episode i think i want to delve into uh addiction um to you know drugs and um it's more specifically cocaine um i think a lot of people we all have our vices we all have our addictions but i think in um an episode like this it's not something that people get to really uh talk about i think there's a lot of stigmas attached that isn't necessarily uh very true um and it's been a while since I got to jump back into these hardcore topics. So, you know, it's always uh, a joy doing that. I'm definitely going to get back into the more insightful things. I love teaching and I love schooling myself. You know what I'm saying? Every time we do this, I feel like something, I, I, become, I become better. I become, you know, smarter. I become more intelligent, you know. So I, I, I enjoy everybody coming along this ride with me. You know, I appreciate everybody for doing that. This is Trapping Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. It's only entertainment. Don't get me indicted. Let's get it. What was your first time using cocaine? Like, if can we go back to uh-huh. a point? Do you remember the first time you used? Yeah. Okay, what was that trip like? Okay, I was a sophomore in college, and I went to a Halloween party. Oh, this was in college? Yeah, it started in college. Okay. Yeah, and I went to a Halloween party in Rhode Island. Um, this was October 20, 2010, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and that was the first time I was exposed to it. So, um, were, like, friends doing friends it? Friends were doing it. I mean, I... Back then, I was like always around white people, uh-huh. so they yeah, they were I, just using it like recreationally. I didn't know; I never seen it before. I always but, like to look at it like it's like a white people drug. Yeah, it's like even like growing up, like there was always this 
terrible stigma oh, attached for sure. to like cocaine, especially like in the black community. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, like we black smoke people, weed. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't gonna do no cocaine. No, like, like that's... black people, like crack was our thing, and then for white people, cocaine was more sophisticated and more expensive. So what's the difference? Um, I'm. I know crack is a rock, okay. and cocaine is the powder form, and it's more pure. Oh, it's more pure. So, yeah, I, I remember uh, crack had hit, had hit heavy. What was it, like the seventies, the eighties? The eighties, yeah, Ronald Reagan era. Yeah, the Reagan yeah. era when he put all that uh, crack into the neighborhoods, and um, uh, put people in jail and killed a lot of people. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it always had this terrible, terrible stigma. Yeah. Like growing up, so like. You could, I mean, I've even seen people go to mm. the extent of like popping like Molly's. I've yeah, seen people oh, go Molly's to the extent fun. of, you know, yeah. oh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. we, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but I've seen people go to the extent of, you know, doing all of these kind of other drugs. But when you go to like cocaine, it's like, oh, now nah, like, you're bugging out now. Yeah, you know like it's like different territory. I even feel yeah. like the weed that people are smoking now, mm. it's not even like the weed our parents grew up on. No, it's so much more complex and like you have all these different flavors and stuff. It's like, People yeah. are smoking like this purple grand like pineapple explosion, yeah, like, whatever. Like you sitting there stuck for ten ten days, you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. You done wasted half of your half of your week sitting there stuck on this purple and green <laughs> shit, and you don't know what the fuck is going on. But exactly, okay, back to you. All right, yes. you hung out with a lot of white people. You in this Halloween party? A Halloween party, and I saw it on a table. I remember it was like a it was like a frat house. Okay, and I saw it on a table, and I was like. Why not try it? I mean, during that time, I was in a very depressed state. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do anything. What was going on with you? Um, well, I have depression. You do? Like, clinically, yeah. Really? Yeah. I would have never got that from mm-hmm. you. I mean, I don't show it. Right. But, Are yeah. you on, like, medications for it? No. I was, I was supposed to be when I first got diagnosed um, when I was a senior in high school. But I didn't want to take it. So was it something that said... Okay. Um, this caused your depression, or no? I it was just a a way to just cope with it and kind of. Uh, I don't want this to get too dark, no, but um. I mean, go like no, go please. No, because it was just a way. Because I mean, when I first started college, like I just did. I drank a lot of alcohol. Okay. And that was just like an outlet, and I was like, you know, I need another escape. I started smoking cigarettes. I started uh-huh. smoking weed. Okay. I was like, I need something more. You, need something. you know, yeah. I always um, looked at it. I thought like uh, weed was like this gateway drug. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because people are constantly searching for a higher fix. People go, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I only smoke weed. I'm good. I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, but it's like even, even the dosage of weed. Like you, you, you start off with like a dime bag, and then now you're smoking like a quarter. Exactly. And a half, it just gets and higher like, and higher. It just gets yeah. higher and higher, and then. Then you need something more potent. You need mm. something that hits more. Like, it's yeah. it just leads to like other things. Like so, we, it wasn't enough for me right, during so, that during so that time. Smoking, we smoking cigarettes. It didn't cut it. No. no. And then now I'm at this party, and then I I saw cocaine on the table, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to try it. Um, so I was like, you know, this is my chance to do it, and I just took a few lines um, from a friend. I didn't have to pay. I remember I didn't have to pay that first time. Wow, so you just snorted yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I rolled up, like, a dollar bill, yeah. like, very, you know, classy, like how they do in the movies. <laughs> and then <laughs> just... That's a real thing. Yeah, and then I just, I snorted a few times. That, that was the first time. Yeah, okay. sophomore year. It goes straight up to your bloodstream, wherever. What yes. What was that trip like? Um, 
I remember I just loved everyone. Like mm. I people that I didn't even know, like I would just go up to them and just like hug them and kiss them, oh and it was it's such a quick adrenaline rush. Like you could feel your heart racing, and it's not definitely not a normal feeling. Like it's mm. it's kind of scary at first because you your your body's not used to all that adrenaline. But right. um, I spoke to one of my friends. He had uh, tried it at one time. Yeah. And he uh, just tried to explain to me like what happens, and it, he basically said it's like this like cup in your brain, uh-huh. right? It's yeah. Like, half full and it's mm-hmm. like eu- euphoria right euphoric yeah you're you know? on like cloud nine yeah so yeah. but he said once you you know do try cocaine mm-hmm. this cup it's like overflows oh for sure and it, it spills it run off it's over and it's just like happy happy mm-hmm. happy yeah happy. nonstop. And, and i think that's why i loved it because i mean i was such in a, in a depressed state it's like i needed something to boost me up mm-hmm. And that was like my way of doing it. And it's like the body is not used to being that happy. No, like we're not, not at supposed all. to no. be that happy, right? Like my levels were not balanced right. at all. There's always yeah. supposed to be some type of balance. So yeah. You, what happens now? The next day, do you come down the next day? How long does this trip last? It doesn't last that long. Um, from what I can remember, um, it was just like half hour, hour, and like I wanted more, so I did more. So wow. it didn't really last that long for me. I mean, I'm sure like everyone's body is different. No, the thing is, I'm such like <laughs> I know how to hustle people. So like I rarely paid for wow. my grams. Oh, yeah, really? and if I did, it was always a discount because it was through a friend of a friend. I never went to like the dealer directly. Right. Because okay. like I don't know how to do that stuff, so I just let someone else do it. I was gonna get to that. Too. <laughs> okay, so yeah. You, so what happens now when you come down off of this drug? Of um, you feel a little dizzy. Um, it's you're kind of like out of your element, but um, yeah. it's not like a, a quick come down as mm-hmm. like I'm sure like some other drugs are. But so it's it's gradual. Yeah, it's gradual for me. It was yeah. And you knew instantly that you needed more. Yeah, for sure. Instantly. Yeah, because mind you, it's not just because of the drug. It was because that time in my life, like, I mean, I've had depression since I was. 11 years old, but that time it was just very, very deep. And it's just like I needed to just get out of that mindset. Will you talk about yeah. what, what happened to make this depression so deep at this point in your life? Um, I think it was just, you know, not being with my family and just yeah. being in a different state for college. Right. And I was, was yeah, it was a lot. I was hard to find friends. Like I wasn't really doing well in school. Really? So, I mean, me not doing well in school was because of me drinking a lot and snorting things up my nose. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it was not fun. Okay. So you, you, you said that you, you didn't ever go to like the deal because I can't even imagine you like, I know. What was that process like for you to get? Okay, so it was never, um, can I say like the city? Is that fine? Okay, so I went to school in Boston, but I got the drugs in Rhode Island from an old high school friend. Okay. And he was the one who had the connection to the dealer. But I never, I was, I'm such a, I'm still a baby, but I can never go up directly and be like, hey, like, let me get two grams. Like, no, like, first of all. How much, okay, how much is two grams? Two grams, probably um, approximately like 80 to 100. 80 to 100 yeah. bucks. But I never paid that. Okay, so but how long does is two grams like two lines? Like, no, really? so one gram um, that could give you, depending how like uh, thick you cut it, it could be between four to six lines. Okay, that's yeah. one gram, four to one six gram. lines. One gram, yeah. Okay. So 
clearly that was enough for me. So I, I've always had two grams every time I went to my friend. So every time, so how much would you do in a sitting? In a sitting, um, I, de I definitely wouldn't do two grams in one sitting. That's like overkill. Right. But that's no. I I wasn't on like Scarface level. That was, that's right, right. that's too much. But um, yeah, definitely a gram. I wouldn't do one gram in one sitting. I would do like maybe two lines, one hour, and then the, like the other two or three, the, like the next few hours. So I like I spaced wow. out my time. Okay, and did you have like a place that you did it? Like, how often did you use? <laughs> I remember, um, this is funny, I remember, like, before class, like, I would do before it to wake school. up. To wake up, yeah. I remember having it on my dressing room table. Already there. Yeah, already there. No, I, I had it, and then I, like, used my razor to cut it, and then I would snort two lines before I went to the class. What? And that kind of gave me the, like, you know how people take, like, um, uh, like Adderall? To right. like get them hype, right, like right. cocaine was my Adderall. Like I would. You know yeah. what's interesting too? I think the whole fucking like half of Wall Street is on cocaine, right? Yeah. These people get up and they go to work every day. I think that's like a big stigma that's attached to like people that uh, drug abusers and. Yeah, it's it was always seen as a rich drug. Yeah, but you think yeah. like, oh, people that are on these kind of drugs, they're on the street, they're dozing yeah. off, they're hitting the pavement. No. Like, these people are functioning. Some people are your best friends, and you don't even know it. You know? Wow, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're waking up, and you're snorting two lines yeah. and going to class. Yeah. Were you good in school? Yeah, I graduated summa cum laude. Shut the fuck up. I'm dead ass. I'm about to go back in school. <laughs> Give me some grams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, I, mean, I guess it worked in... Class? Yeah, summa cum laude. Yeah, graduated with all honors. Okay, so yeah. So how did how did this how did cocaine affect you? I mean, you're doing it right before class every day. Yeah. How did it affect? I was very hyper. I was so hyper, and like I remember in class, in class, like just walking to school, like being with my friends, and I, mind you, because I got it from Rhode Island, so no one knew in Boston like that what I was oh. doing. So. So no one ever barged in your room or called. No, or never saw, saw it. Not even my roommate. She never saw it. Yeah. I mean, she was out with her boyfriend, so she probably, yeah, she yeah, wasn't she in the room, like but, around. yeah, no one really knew. And so I remember, it, like, coming home for, like, Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, like, I lost so much weight. Mm. And my parents would ask, like, what, you know. What do you think that, why do you think that is? Well, because, like, um, I don't know, like, the science behind it, but right. your well, metabolism you, is so fast, like, you don't really eat as much. And, like, if you do eat, like, your metabolism just, like, process it, processes the food. Mm -hmm. So you, I lost a shit ton of weight. I think I lost like 20 pounds or so. And I'm already slim. Pounds? Yeah. They're so. not thinking, oh, something's wrong with this girl right now. I remember um, one of my family members, they pulled me over. It's like, you know, is everything okay in school? And I was like, you know, I, you know I'm just stressed with like work and exams and stuff. Like I, I wouldn't, wouldn't you, say. Mind you, you have 95s and 100s yeah. on these exams. And yeah. you're sitting there telling them. I'm telling lies. And yeah, it was the, it was the cocaine because I just... I was so skinny. It was. It wasn't a cute look. You know. You know yeah. when I, I and I and I try to speak to like other people like that I see like on a daily basis. Like uh -huh. I don't even criticize people at all about like you know smoking weed and things like that because people always like to pretend that there's no effects from exactly smoking yeah. weed. There is, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand. Like even, but I even think you could physically see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could physically see when someone's like smoked out and like yeah, you like know. you see like the dark lips. Yeah, and, or just like yeah. you, you could just automatically or 
even people try to act like you know it's not a form of an addiction, right? Or, oh mm-hmm. no, nah, I just smoke. I just smoke some weed. Yeah, it's nothing. They right? don't think it's that serious. But like know? even even if you're smoking, I don't know a dime a day, which you're uh-huh. probably smoking more. Yeah. But let's say you're smoking a dime a day. You know what I'm saying? You do that seven days a week. That's seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. And you know you're smoking more than that. Oh, it you adds know, two up, weeks, honey. 7, 14, 21, 28. That's yeah. 280 a month, right? Exactly. And we're just talking about a high that's going to last you, I don't know, for however long, mm-hmm. come down, get the munchies, whatever. I don't know the whole process, but I do like to think about and like to show awareness. Like, yeah. What else could you be doing with your money, with your time, with exactly. your efforts? Like, I know, like, they say weed kind of makes people lazy sometimes. But even if it's not making you lazy, because I know some people get really creative on weed. Yeah. I did some weird shit when, <laughs> when I smoked. <laughs> what, else, what else could you be doing Yeah, during that time that you're spending? Oh, you could be a lot more productive. You could be so much yeah. more productive. So when you say you've done a lot of weird, like what are some of the weird, <laughs> weird things you've done? Um, I remember, like you, like you said, the munchies. Like I remember um, my freshman year, it was like someone's birthday party, yeah. and I, they had like cake, mm-hmm. and I think I had like leftover mac and cheese, yeah. and I mixed the cake with the macaroni and cheese. Fuck. And I thought it was the best thing in the world. <laughs> Clearly, looking back, that wasn't a good option. Uh, yo, there was yeah. there was one time. I, I'll be honest with you. I smoked weed, maybe five or six years ago. Uh huh. Right. Um. Was that your first time? Um. No, I had smoked weed before, but I was always doing it to like look cool. Yeah, so yeah. Inhale, blow it out. It's yeah. Lit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Regular. Not not really doing. Yeah. Not really in uh in like inhaling it mm-hmm. to the point where to get like the I'm effects. Hot, right? Yeah. So um, I remember one of my frat brothers, he had like a wee brownie, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, these shits is lit. Yeah. I'm just like taking the wee brownies. <laughs> wee brownies out. are the I'm best. I'm down and I'm down. I'm like, yo, these shits is yeah. mad good, right? Mm-hmm. But I even did like the research on it. Like that goes straight to your bloodstream. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's a so, lot stronger. Like the smoking is like a gradual high. Mm-hmm. So when that instant high kicked in, I mean, I was yeah. trying to jump out a speeding car like oh my god I thought I, I thought I knew the meaning of life mind you <laughs> the meaning of life was like in symbols it wasn't even that in is words. amazing and I'm yeah like, I no longer need to be here <laughs> I gotta get the hell out of here like, yeah I was tripping I thought mm. it was never gonna come down I wanted to yeah. call the police I remember we had oh, like no. McDonald's cup I had like the ice I'm just like yeah it on my face if I could feel I could literally that like you, that was like your first official high yo I yeah. could feel the the water from the ice nah. running down the cracks of my experience. skin. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it was the worst experience. But now you could understand why. I was like, yeah. I said, never again. Never again, yeah. I could never do that again. Okay, sorry. Yes. Got it to me. Back no, to you. It's fine. What was your crazy experience on cocaine? My crazy experience. The craziest. Like, the what, craziest? How, how crazy has it gotten? Has it gotten crazy? Um, I felt like I was, I had it pretty much under control. Like, I mean... The craziest thing was just, I had a lot of sex. Really? That was, I didn't really do anything. Like I mean, random co- people sex or like? Yeah, random people. How many people would you say? <laughs> it, no, I laugh because just looking back at my college days is just funny. But it wasn't, a, I would say during that time span, um, my sophomore through senior year, right. probably like 30, 40 people. Yeah. So, so you was on cocaine for three years. Yeah. Every day? Not every day. 
it was like every other day. Like if I needed like a boost before class, mm. I would do it. And but it was mainly like a weekend thing, like before going to parties. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How much money? <laughs> I didn't want to think about that. But mind you, I did say I got a lot of it for free. Okay. And I got a lot of it for discounts. So about like thirty thirty dollars a gram. So like. So I can't do math well, but okay. But thirty dollars a gram. Somebody's gonna do the. Uh, so the someone math will the do it. Let me know. And you, you <laughs> let us know how much money she spent. How on, much uh, I blew. Yeah, no blew pun on. intended. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay. So you, you're like when you're high, are, do you become extremely horny? Like what? Yeah, I'm very horny. Um, like I said, I just I just love everyone, and like it's just a. You're literally sitting on like a bed of euphoria. Like you, you don't feel like yourself. You just, you just want to love everyone and just hug them and appreciate them. It's such a strange feeling because like I'm, I'm not that way in mm. real life. Mm -hmm. So just weird. Yeah, you're, you're like a real chill person. Yeah, but really like, you, like, you know, once those lines kick in, it's just like it's a totally different person. Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> at what point did you know, like I? This is a problem. I'm addicted to cocaine. I think after the the first year, after sophomore year. It took a year. Like, I realized, yeah. Because, I mean, mind you, I was still in, like, a very, very deep, depressed state. So, mm. I, I didn't really know my reality, what was going on. Yeah. So, once I got out of that state, I was like, you know what? You look sick. Mm. Like, you, because I was just so gone. Like, you could see, like, my ribs and, like. It was not cute. So I think that moment, me realizing, I was like, yeah, this is a problem. But I wasn't going to stop. Why? Because I felt like at that point, I needed it at that point. Des describe to me what Dope Sick is. Because I, um, I've i watched like a ton of documentaries yeah. on like uh, cocaine and the effects and how, you know, it destroys lives in many instances. Yeah. And they they describe that Dope Sick. It's a, it's, it's a different kind of... Describe that to me. What is it? Well, for me, um, I remember getting very, very jittery and like a lot of, um, I'll get like stomach pain sometimes, but. Your stomach would just. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Because I wasn't eating, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I don't think it was as intense as some people that I knew mm. um, that were so a were... lot more addicted than I was. Yeah. So you were never like, I need it. I need no, it. No, I wasn't a fiend. I mean. I wouldn't say I was like a super fiend, like dedicated, like I every day of my life, like I need this hit, you know. But it was definitely an issue. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think it was as intense as the other people that I knew that I went to college with. Did you stop using? Yeah, the last time I used it was um my last yeah my senior year. How were you able to cut it off like that? I mean, it wasn't easy. It was just like a gradual thing because when I came back home to New York, it's like I didn't really know like where to get it. Because like my, my source was, you know, in Rhode Island. So it's like mm -hmm. I don't really know. Like I, mean, I couldn't tell my friends like, oh, do you know like this was still dealing? This was still a secret for you. Exactly. It was still a secret. Yeah. And so coming home, it was like you didn't you couldn't hit nobody up. To I get couldn't know. And you wasn't getting dope sick at home. No, I wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I transitioned when you were talking about Molly. Um, I transitioned to ecstasy. And you know, um, I read up on um, the, th the different things used to make ecstasy. Cocaine mm -hmm. is in ecstasy. 
Yeah, it's a form. Mm. So you're out here popping X. Yeah. Regular. Not regular. Only at parties. Do you still? No, I don't. But if someone would offer it to me, I would not say no. Guaranteed. I know that for a fact about myself. Yeah. Do you ever have the fear of going back into using Um, cocaine on a daily basis? I do sometimes because I feel like when I get into those depressed states, it's like I need something to cope to cope with and you know for such a long time that was such a big part of my life so sometimes i do have like those inklings like kind of like nostalgic like nostalgic in a bad way (laughs) like oh i kind of i wish like i had some with me just to kind of deal with you know the stress and the pain when was um not when sorry who else knows about this this seems to be like a very knows a private thing um, for you. Not any of my close friends. Um, no, wait, I'm lying. One, one of two of my good friends know, mm. but they, they didn't know the full extent. They just knew mm. a, what I told them. Like it was just like a regular occasion, but it, they didn't really know how serious it was. So no one really knows like the actual like deep truth about my addiction. And what is the truth about your addiction? The truth about it? I mean, it was. It was hardcore. Like, I did it for three years, and, I mean, I don't know how I managed to graduate. At the top, at the top of my class. It was, that does but not it happened. make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me either. But, you know, that's what happened. So it, it clearly doesn't affect, like, your knowledge. It doesn't no, affect, not a, like, it didn't affect me, no. I feel like with other people, like, it kind of gets the best of them. But I feel like, for me, I was always so school-driven. And I wanted to, like, make my parents proud. Like, that was always in the back of my mind. Like, Could I it need have to enhanced make... it in your mind or no? Excuse me? Could it have, like, enhanced, like, your knowledge or um, your willingness to maybe be Maybe it, it did. I'm not sure. I don't really know, like, the science behind no, that. No, because when but, you think about it, yeah. even in your story, right? Yeah. When you weren't on any of these substances. I was, doing, I was very lazy. You were doing yeah. bad in school. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, you have a point. That probably, like, kicked in, you know. Yeah, like my that. my drive to do better. Also, or maybe you just needed to be in a happy state or a happy yeah. place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. In order to um, so that transition, like leaving school and now coming you're back like home. home. Yeah, you're doing like ecstasy. Yeah. What else are you doing? That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just ecstasy. I wasn't really smoking weed that much during that time. And how'd you how'd you come off of that? Come off of X? Yeah. Um, it was just like a thing that I kind of got over, like the feeling. Cause I mean, ecstasy and cocaine for me, it was kind of like a similar feeling, mm. just like feeling of euphoria and like being loved and stuff. So I was like, you know, <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm kind of off of this right now. Have you ever put someone else onto it? Uh, no. Never? No. You've never said, yo, hey, try hey, this. Hey, try this. <laughs> no, it was always people telling me try this, which is why I got into it. But I never told anyone like, "Yo, like, take this line real quick, or like, pop well, this." But those people, no, those people kind of saved you. Yeah, cocaine I guess. Kind of, <laughs> cocaine. In a in a very twisted way, I guess. Cocaine saved your life. <laughs> if you want to put it that way, sure. I'm sure there's so many people. Yeah. With um, addictions in the world, and there's yeah. just so many people who 
addicted to drugs, whether it's prescription drugs or cocaine or yeah. like whatever. I'm sure it's a lot it's a lot worse than what I, I've been through. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, especially because like you're successful now, you have yeah. a great job, you know what I'm saying? You you make your own living. But um what's some advice that you would probably give to someone who is heavily addicted to drugs mm. that wants to come out of it, like what maybe from your story, maybe uh-huh. not from your story, but what kind of advice could you really give them? Honestly, it's not worth it. It's not. Like there's so many other things you could do with your time and like you said, your money. Like there's just inv- invest in something or, you know, buy yourself something nice. Like don't don't throw your life away just, you know, to get a temporary temporary fix. But how do they come off? To come off of it? Yeah. Because I remember you said yeah. that it was a process. It was gradual. Yeah. It's not like you just It's not like so I woke up like, like hey, want, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I you don't know? want it anymore. Like, how do they? How? Um, it's, it's literally a frame of mind. Okay. You have to, like, kind of put yourself in a situation like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I know it's not going to be easy, but, you know, every, every day, you know, maybe... Instead of taking two lines, I'll take one or mm. not take any. Like, you have to, like, kind of pace yourself a bit. And Yeah. And you have to be ready to do it, too. It depends on, like, how addicted you are. Like, sometimes it's not going to – it might take a month. It might take a few weeks. You never know. It all depends on the person. But you have to get in that right mindset to be like, okay, I, I want to change my life now. I'm sure there was a point you probably felt like you'd never quit. I would say um, my first year of doing it because it was so new to me. Mm. And it was like a, it was such a fast addiction, you know. Did you ever reach a point where you were like, "I gotta like stop sleeping around," <laughs> you know? These, yes. These, <laughs> these, yes. What, what was that? What was that um, moment? What like? I, well, I had a visit to my gynecologist, yeah. you know, and they were like, "Well, I don't want to." Well, they don't know, but um, yeah, I had like a lot of STDs, a lot of STIs. What? Yeah, and I was like. And I also I was taking birth control, so, so that were, kind of you, you were having unprotected sex. Yeah, like an idiot. Oh my god! You yeah, know, I think that's so important because you you look at these you look at uh, people that are addicted, these addicts, and they, they're sharing needles and they're doing yeah. like all of these like wild wild stuff. I think like very unsanitary. Yeah, yeah. yeah like your common yeah. sense just like <laughs> goes out of the fucking yeah. window, right? Um, but you know. Even like when you're drunk, uh-huh. right? Like say you like you're really drunk and you like you make a bunch of mistakes. Like you you have unprotected sex with someone, or you even sleep with somebody that you would have probably never slept uh-huh. with when you're sober. You're constantly, 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 constantly doing high. it. Mm-hmm. So that means you're constantly, constantly in this position yes. of making these types of mistakes. When you put it that way, like I cringe because it's just I was just so foolish, you know? Wow, like, it's disgusting. So like. You go to the gynecologist and they say, like I, I mean, I didn't know like well, you proper have felt symptoms, something. but it it wasn't right down there. And yeah, they I took a lot of tests and I um. What made you say okay, something's not right down here? Well, I had um like it was hard to pee. Okay. Like like burning sensation right. and um just like very uncomfortable like stomach cramps that were that weren't like regular period cramps. Right. So um, there's one point I had chlamydia. Right. And syphilis and HPV All and like UTIs. Not at the same time, but like okay. during that time span. Right. So I was like, it was like more towards the latter half of my addiction. I was like, you know what? 
this is this is too much for me. And these guys are having unprotected sex with you. With me, yeah. And they're never coming back to you like, hey, you gave me something or I've been burning. Oh, or there's been a lot of conversations. Most of the, more often than not, they would be the one to give it to me. So really? I would have to hit them up like, hey, like you gave me this, like you need to get tested. How would you like, know it was them? Because it would be so many guys that you were with. I mean, I I just put the blame on them. Like oh I didn't, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really want to put it on myself. So I mean, who knows who gave it to who? Who knows? But I was just like, you know what? This is not me. I know I was clean. So yeah, that's what I did. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So does this stop you from being promiscuous? All of these. You mean like right now? Like no, in this, like in this time period, does this stop oh. you from at least being promiscuous? Does it say, "Hey, I gotta start using condoms"? Oh, for sure. It, like it was a wake up call because, like, you don't—that's disgusting. You don't want to be carrying around STIs and STDs, you know. Did anyone try to label you on campus as the girl that was like burning and shit like that? <laughs> um, not to my knowledge. Right. I would hope not, because I mean, I kept all my stuff on the down low, so it's not like I people. I mean, I'm sure guys talk, but right. To my knowledge, like no one really knew what was happening. Yeah, it's 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 just like in a sense that you know these drugs they lead just to other things. Uh -huh. They lead to other habits. They yeah. lead to other paths of you know formally destruction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because f from using every day and being high now you're partying yeah, more so now exactly. from partying more you're, you're sleeping more you're sleeping with yeah. other people more and exactly always being just high, a downward spiral man it's just it just keeps <laughs> going right yeah and it makes me even think like what am i addicted to right and like what am what, what, what am I doing too much of that's causing me to do too much of something else uh -huh. that's causing me to do too much of something else like how could we sit back and say I think everyone has an addiction like let's be real oh for sure whether we want to be honest yeah, about it yeah or whether it's big or small like there's something in your life that you, know? you are you know addicted to and it's like yeah. how could we cut back how could we sit there and say okay this is a negative and we have to be willing to change this exactly um Wow, Cocaine Anonymous, Trapped Anonymous, my name is Chris Styles. Do you have any regrets <laughs> at all? I regret sleeping with all those people. That was right. That's not cute. But, um, uh, as far as... As the far as the actual cocaine, I mean, honestly, no. It was a time in my life, I mean, I was very young, I was very naive, and at that point, I felt I needed it, so... I mean, it's not really good to go throughout life with regrets, you know, it was a moment in time, and it was a lesson learned, so... That's it. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Cocaine Anonymous. So talk to me briefly about like, because I, I hate to bring this back up, but the money you were spending. I mean, you said that it was at least eighty to one hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying, for two grams, right? And the two grams would last you about how long? It will last about uh two weeks or so. So two weeks. So we're saying about, you know, two hundred bucks a month at this point. 
spending that kind of money, right? 12 months in a year, 200 bucks a month, you know, over the course of three years, right? I'm no mathematician, you're probably like somewhere around $7,000 and gone on just, you know, this drug. Like, how does that make you feel in a sense? Um, looking back now, it makes me feel really stupid because I could use that money wisely. I could use that money now to pay off my student loans, actually. But um, I think at that moment, I mean, I was still young, so it's like I didn't really know what to do with my money. And plus, I had income in coming from my family members, so I had money to spend. But of course, I didn't really spend it wisely, so. I think, like, as a society, we just got to, you know, do more when it comes to the leading causes of just like addiction and just identifying what addiction is. A lot of people don't even feel like they're addicted to anything. And you know what I'm saying? Even if you're drinking, you know, once every week, you know what I'm saying? That's some form of addiction. You know what I mean? Like we got to learn to just like cut back and take care of our bodies and ourselves and take care of our pockets. Most of all too, like, no, health, health is more most important, but, like, I think that we need to start taking care of our pockets more, you know, just by not constantly, constantly, constantly um, doing these vices and doing these things that are just leading to other negative things or just a good time. Like, life can't just always be about, well, it was lit and we had a good time, you know what I mean? This is, um, this is Trapping Anonymous, this is Cocaine Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Y'all niggas know what time it is. Like. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunchanya Lunsford.